Welcome to Time Warp Wife Ministries. I'm your host, Arlene Shack. I'm your co-host, Michael Shack. I'm Nathaniel Shack. Hey, how's it going? Uh, it's going. You sound like you have a mustache. I used to. When? <laughs> Wait. I've never seen it. Wait, you just showed me. You just <laughs> You set me up. You just showed me an image of yourself and you said, yeah, that's the new you or something with the mustache. That was the new me. Oh, that w- uh, so I missed the that phase. <laughs> you missed the old new me. The old now new? Now it's the new new me. Oh, clean shaven? Clean shaven. Oh. Every every time I shave, I always shave myself just into a mustache. And I'm like, what if? Like, <laughs> why, oh. why not try this once, you know? Okay. And then I'd I like to see it. I haven't it. seen it. You have oh, to send you can me see a picture right sometime. Oh, I can see it on the screen here. Yeah. yeah. It's his profile. Yeah. So why do you put an old an instantly old profile pick up? In- instantly old? Well, I mean, you've you just posted this profile pick and True. and now it's outdated. Well, it's just the newest thing I had, oh. right? Like All I right. can update in that. I d- I don't know. <laughs> All right. No, this is what I had, you know? Thought. Well, it's better than me. I just, what is, what is that um, that's on my profile? It's some mechanical. That's just the, the default image. That's pretty pretty ugly. It is. You need yeah. to get like a whole revamped I think makeover. so. Yeah, you know what? I, I'll work on that. My social media is just gross looking. It's always just very standard default stuff. I don't even use most social medias anyways. That's that's a boat like me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well. So, Ma, how you doing? Doing pretty good. I have been really loving photography. <gasps> Lately, I've been doing photography this week. It's just, I can't believe it. I'm thinking I'm so old and now I'm finally interested in trying it. And you said to me, that's mm-hmm. amazing. When I sent you my picture today, and I thought that was a big compliment. You thought it was amazing? That was a fantastic photo. All right. Yes. Have you seen that photo, Dad? Sorry, which photo? Uh, Wheel pin, whatever they're called. Rolling pin. Yeah, the rolling pin and some eggs in the background. Probably. I I showed him a bunch today, but... Every (laughs) time I'm walking through here, there's always... She's (laughs) she's hovered over something taking shots, so probably. Yeah. But it's like putting everything I've ever had in my brain all together into one shot. Yeah. How to how to line yeah. things up and there's triangles and there's all kinds of things. There's the rule of threes and oh, so many things. Yeah. Just like I'm thinking, hey, why have I never been into photography before? I love art and just now I can do it with a camera. It's yeah. pretty amazing. Yeah. Photography I got into for a little while. Yeah. More into videography, I guess. Mm-hmm. Videography? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I think that works. Yeah. Um, do you, are you still into that now? Because I know... Not as much. Yeah, you were for a long time there, but uh-huh. uh, yeah, I think that kind of went by the wayside. Yeah. It, yeah, unfortunately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I have yeah. a timer on my phone for 10 years from now on uh, cool. September 2030 to film a movie. Why? Why I'm that day? Get the, I don't know. I just mm. was talking to some people and said, hey, let's make a movie in 10 years. And I said the timer. Cool. That'll be fun. <laughs> I hope you guys remember. So it's going to be a very different time. Who knows what will happen in 10 years? Maybe nothing. And I'm yeah. like, oh, we got to do this now. So let's, yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. You guys yeah, will just get, get your old do it. leprechaun costumes oh, out of the closet. <laughs> that thing was so cheap. 
That was scary. That just was seeing weird. this giant leprechaun in my house. That was. Oh, yeah. Was, I was horrified. Yeah, yeah I don't know what kind reasons. of movies. I mean, it was it was hilarious. I've seen parts parts of the movies that that you've done, but it was hilarious were, watching yeah. this ca- cast of characters with all these fake axes and fake pistols <laughs> and pirates and foxes yeah. and oh man, <laughs> yeah. We had high hopes. Yeah. Just no idea how to make them a reality. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I just don't know how you can mix all of those things together and come up with any kind of a cohesive kind of, movie. Apparently neither did we. Oh, okay. Nothing we made was cohesive. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Fair enough. Well, you, people don't make it unless they try. I mean. That's right. You never know fun. what will succeed and what won't, right? Right. You had fun. Yeah. We had fun. That's yeah. the most important thing. And I discovered uh, it's kind of where I started finding my, my love for audio. Because mm-hmm. yeah. I found out making movies, the funnest part of making a movie for me was just capturing the audio. Mm. It's a lot Which of work. Is, it is. I mean, video is a lot of work, but audio, yeah. I think people don't really understand how difficult it is to get good audio. There's so much going on. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. I don't know if you're like me with your sound, but when it comes to like the pictures now, I'm thinking I don't like a lot of photographers' pictures because I just don't like the style. And I'm always thinking, why don't you take a picture of this instead? Why don't you take a picture of that? Because everyone has their own style. Mm-hmm. And I don't like pictures like you see on calendars, which are, you know, like fields and forests and rivers. Like landscape photography. Yeah, don't like that. But wow. I love architecture. Like I'd like, you know, front doors or character homes or just like a little piece of someone's you know a wreath on a door or something like that just a little piece of art a little piece of the character of a home i think an old fence i don't know anything i think landscape photography conveys um a peaceful feeling and Mm -hmm. i think that's what people love about it is that they can look at it and they just go oh yeah wouldn't that be great you know just listening to the water lapping up on the shore or whatever weird connection to nature yeah I think yeah. the photography I like is more of a connection to your past, like nostalgic, you know. So I would love to have like, like I'm saying, a door or an old character home or something that makes you feel like you're at home. That's hmm. the kind of stuff I like. Yeah. Okay. So maybe it just gives everybody a different feeling when they see these things. Mm-hmm. Depends on your personality. Yeah. I would think. You're really good at taking pictures of animals, which I find like how in the world do you do that? You've picked, you've done some great shots of the dogs, and I find that they're just always moving, and you get these <laughs> really good pics. I'm thinking, how does he do Me? that? You should, you should be a dog photographer. Yeah, yeah. Dogs get boring after like three shots. No. <laughs> I love dogs so much. They're not boring. Took that photo of that bird. That was pretty cool. Oh, with the with the dog that we had? Yeah. You yeah. had nose to nose with a bird. Yeah. That was weird. Probably Great photo. one of the best photos I've ever seen. Yeah. It was clearly, that that was one of the most They're interesting They're looking ones. like eye to eye, just looking at each other. Just nose to nose. Yeah, well, nose to beak, I guess. But yeah. Yeah. yeah but it, and they're just both just staring each other down, like not trying to. You know, the dog wasn't going to try to eat the bird or that anything. That dog, but yeah. Uh, that dog probably would have lost the fight, honestly. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And how you just got down on the ground and did a real close-up of their two faces together was amazing. I the like bird it. was alive. 
The way we're saying it makes it sound like the bird was dead. <laughs> well, that would, be a lot less close. <laughs> yeah, that would be a lot less interesting if it wasn't alive. <laughs> right. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. My photography, the, the photography I like is not really, it's, I don't know if this is kind of a cop-out answer, but hmm. it's, it's not really a style of photography. It's just uh, like exploration photography. It's photography of new things like fascinating things like you'll see a photo from old rune sites or like the photos of mars yeah just i want to see a photo that's like breathtaking something that people are seeing for the first time that kind of stuff mm, that's like, really you know what i mean oh what do you call those northern lights like when you you get a real a rare sighting of them would that almost. be under that almost but yeah. it's, it's like it's been done everything has been done now yeah, you know, it it almost is to the point now where everything's done. I remember when I was when I was a lot younger, I went out to the lake and I had a camera and I just put it on a tripod, opened up the shutter, and left it open for a while and closed it up and just was amazed at how cool oh, yeah. you could see the rotation of the Earth, like the stars are yeah, all. Yeah, that was a beautiful that picture. Is so cool. Yeah, and then but then you see satellites that are going the opposite direction of the star trails. Mm-hmm. And oh, it was really cool. I, I that just blew me away when I saw that, and I just thought, oh, that's so neat. I, I love seeing photos of like, this is like a photo we captured of our neighboring galaxy and things like that. Mm-hmm. Just like yeah. this once in a lifetime shot that people are seeing for the first time, or the, the photo of a black hole. Yeah, you know, it, the yeah. photo itself was a terrible photo, but it was such like an achievement to get it. You know what I mean? Mm. I think. One of the more interesting types of photography that I never did was painting with light. I always, Ooh. always wanted to do that, where you go out into like a forest even, or even something just like a forest, and right. you set up your camera and you flash a, a flashlight up and down a tree. Yeah. And, and then you close the shutter and you've got a tree that stands out and is and is glowing in the shot and everything else is is kind of muted behind it it's just so cool so surreal i wanted to do that with like a castle or something i saw somebody that? do it yeah with a scottish castle and it was amazing that oh, was a that way people nice. used to what? yeah that was a that was a way people used to send secret messages wasn't it how so they'd use like a laser pointer and they'd shine on the side of a building to give instructions and someone would have like an open Shutter or something like that. I didn't know that. I think that was actually a thing. And then you can like draw out a message and it would capture <laughs> on the camera, but nobody else would see it. I never realized that. I think that was a thing. Huh. Oh, that I might is be so wrong. smart. Yeah. Like spies or something? Yeah. I think that was like an actual like spy tactic. Hmm. Wow. I like yeah. it. You know what I Maybe like? I'm You've got this little spy thing. It's me? where... I don't know what it is, but you can hear sounds from another room. What is that? You got it for Christmas once. Oh, that, yeah, that was just an audio recorder that I turned the gain up like 100%. I could so, hear... I mean, you could hear anything. Like, yeah. <laughs> I remember I told someone in the other room, like, just go in the other room and whisper, and I'll see if I can hear what you're saying. And then I'm yelling, yeah, I can hear what you're saying. It reminds me of, like, the Archie comic books. Do you remember that, Michael? At the back of the Archie comic books. I don't books. think I've ever read an Archie comic book. Oh, well, they had Sorry. these advertisements for things like that where you can, like, a spy reader, a spy listener, I mean, mm-hmm. you can hear conversations oh, yeah. from I've, across the room. Like, yeah. with this little gadget you have, Yeah, you could hear conversations outside and stuff, right? You, you guys could do that right now. 
Like you just turn the gain up on your microphones all the way. Yeah, basically like the I same could thing. do that. Yeah. I could hear what Graham's talking about in his room. I can hear what Brendan's talking about in the other room. If I just yeah. turn my microphone all the way up. I used to in my room turn my gain up for like a joke or something or testing my microphone and I would hear you guys having a normal conversation in the living room. What? Yeah, it was oh. like I, I wouldn't hear it clearly. I'd hear like mumbling. Did you listen but. when we were talking about your gifts or anything? No, I, there's no way I could have actually heard it very clearly. <laughs> Is that how sometimes you would say, I heard you or something like that? And I was like, how did you like... No, those were all coincidences. Yeah? I'd be like at the top of the stairs and I'd hear you say my name. And then I would just sit there for like 10 minutes. Oh. 10 minutes. (laughs) Then I'd text you what your conversation was about me. I never never heard anything like about gifts or anything like that, though. Were we ever saying like mean things? Like, boy, that kid's really being lazy. Were you? That kid never said. I was said just happy gonna birthday. say, I don't think we've ever said a mean thing in. What in is our it saying? Like, about talking about I did back just today. I oh did. wait! Oh, scratch Uh-oh. that! Uh oh! Yeah. Uh oh! Today uh. I was like, they the boys never wished me a happy birthday yesterday. I never got one happy birthday. From you my can't kids. wish a happy birthday without also having a hug in there. Aww. You are that's just very sweet that is that is <laughs> that's that's icky that is yeah that that feels awful i was searching for <laughs> Did words you just make that up or is that your that was your intention well that is the truth but it was oh. not the truth the, the, the honest truth is i i genuinely forgot i actually didn't know when your birthday was oh. i just knew when we were celebrating it oh, to be fair okay. though again i still wouldn't even be able to tell you the month that dad was born in yeah, because that's that's because I messed with your head the whole time. I still truly believe it's Movember. Yeah, I always <laughs> told you as yeah. a young kid. I always said no. It's my my birthdays. I don't remember what day I used to tell you, but I I said it's in November. Yeah, and you said oh, okay, right. okay. Do you remember last podcast we had? You were so tired. Mm-hmm. And you thought that Good Friday was on a Wednesday. You were so I do tired. Remember that. Yeah. Yeah, that something was about You said something about that, and I thought, man, is that guy tired. <laughs> and that have was... you caught up on sleep since then? <sighs> oh, no, I just had more days off. <laughs> mm, good. Well, yeah, well, I have, I have caught though. up on sleep. Yeah. At least so you got some relaxation in then. Yeah. Clear your that mind. Was Not as one much of the most, stress. Yeah, one of the most miserable days at work, though. Oh, that's too bad. Like, it was, it was one of those days where, like, you get to work... And you're five minutes in, and you're like, "Okay, I already can't wait for this to be over." <laughs> like, I just want to go to sleep. No, it's not good, but it's also not like a bad day at work. The day at work itself was fine. There wasn't that much work to do. It was a smooth day, mm-hmm. but it was just like every second. It's okay. I'm counting every second. I just want to go to sleep. Oh yeah. So it okay. was long. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I found out. Okay, I was just writing, uh, working on one of my devotionals for Time Warp Wife. And I come across this really weird thing on the internet. Have you ever seen Thomas Jefferson's Bible? No. Okay, you're going to have to Google a picture of Thomas Jefferson's Bible. He went through the Bible and he cut out all the references about sin and hell in the New Testament. It's the creepiest looking thing. It's just this Bible with all these pieces cut out of it. It doesn't even huh. make any sense because if you're cutting out a piece, you're going to be cutting oh. out the back piece of the Bible too. And what was he trying to achieve? And this guy was like the president of the U.S. This is so odd. 
I don't understand this Bible at all. But it kind of reminds me of that Bible verse that says that you should not take away any, anyone should not take away from this book that's in Revelation. Do you remember where that verse is, Michael? No one um, should take away from this book. I'm sorry, I tuned out there because I'm reading up on Thomas Jefferson. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, <laughs> see ya. <laughs> I'm just being honest. Yeah, it, I know. Once you look at that book, isn't it look kind of creepy? There's something about it. It's just what, like, okay. Well, I, I knew that I knew that it existed, and so, um, but I didn't. I have never really looked into it very much. But yeah, Revelation twenty two eighteen was the verse that I was thinking of that no one should add or take away from this book. Oh yeah, from the prophecies, yeah, prophecies of the book, yeah. Yeah, oh. well, a lot of people take that to mean the entire scripture, which is isn't that well, what it, it could means? be debatable. But I think it would mean obviously. Well, let's debate it, this. It, it's it definitely the entire scripture. It definitely is. Well, that's yeah. what I think it is, too. So yeah. there's no debate coming well, from Well, then, me. Nathaniel, you have to take the contrary position. <laughs> yeah. this okay. be a debate. I don't think it's the entire scripture. I think it's the third of it that it references. <laughs> the third. The, th <laughs> the last third of Revelation. <laughs> <laughs> You're done. <laughs> okay. In the, in, the, in the quote, though, what, yeah. what's, the, what's the exact? It says, uh, I warn everyone who hears the words of the prophecy of this mm -hmm. scroll. This is in okay. Revelation. If anyone adds anything to them, God will add to that person the plagues described in this scroll. Gotcha. Okay. So right off the bat, easy. What about the people who don't hear it? Right. What about someone who just finds a Bible, cuts it up and like changes it up a little bit? What are they? Where do they fall? <laughs> well, if they've if they've cut up the Bible, that means that they've actually read it to know what they don't like. Or well, they skipped over that part. They skimmed it. They can't skip over that part. They, That's they what I was just trying, over it. trying to form that a little okay, bit. Okay, here's so. here's the problem. This verse <laughs> is in that. Revelation twenty two eighteen. So you don't have to skip. Maybe you just didn't get to that part. Yeah. Yet. No, they went to twenty two nineteen. Oh, they did. Oh, well, yeah. no, that's one past. So because Revelation is right at the end of the no, whole. No, they started at nineteen. Book. Well, they started. They started at twenty two nineteen and just read a few verses to the <laughs> yeah. end. And I they, get they it. Didn't, they didn't see the original. That's that's the part because somebody did that. Like, let's be honest, right? You know, I'll tell you something. That is that's extremely messed up. And there's a lot of people in history that wanted to do exactly that. Um, a lot of people would be surprised at, at people Change who the have Bible? tried. Oh, yeah, who have tried yeah. to remove things from Scripture. As a matter right. of fact, uh, we were having this conversation before that there's a number of books that people generally used to consider as Scripture. Um, the early church considered as Scripture, but they were removed later on by, by other people. Um, but I would, I feel very strongly that some of that should be in scripture. It is, it is definitely, it is definitely worthy. And, uh, and so even people in well, the Reformation time. this one says, I warn you that you should not be adding anything to them. Yeah. So I'd be very careful about saying that. I think that God's, and God is wise enough to know what goes into the Bible. Well, I'm saying that in the into the Bible is an interesting thing because it it depends on how you view that, and so if you're looking at it, isn't it called it, the canon of Scripture? The canon, uh, okay, that's what I'm talking about. Okay, I believe it's called the canon. But 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 yeah, the, the Bible that we have now was formed 
during the Reformation. So when, when Gutenberg uh, created his press, then they started printing Bibles, right? So it was kind of a free-for-all what was going into the Bible and I don't what think was it not. would be a free-for-all. I it, think it's you, that's, I'd be careful about using that word so oh no, 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 I'm, I'm saying it's that. It's not a free-for-all, it's that, a holy men of God spake as they were moved by the Holy Ghost. That's the writing of okay, it. Okay, we're talking two and different now, things, though. I believe in the compiling Ooh, of like it, this. too. We got a That debate. it would be holy men of God, that God is saying, okay, this is what I want, and I am going to impress you to put this in the scripture. And if he wanted those other books in there, they would be in there. Okay, hold Maybe up. Maybe they're oh, giving you some great history. Up. No, no, no. What <laughs> I'm saying breaks. is different than that. And so those people that wrote the scripture were back in the time of the apostles. But we're talking about something that happened 1,500 years later. We're talking okay. Gutenberg okay. era. Yes. Yeah, so at the beginning when the apostles wrote this and, and scripture was gathered up, the very first Bibles that were printed, like if you took into consideration um, the Bibles that were printed, the 50 copies for Constantine, and they costed this guy like a fortune for for these 50 copies to be handwritten and then sent out to the different places in the empire that was around 350 the year 350 now that bible contained more books in it than what our current bible has and so um that's what i'm saying is who is the judge of what should have stayed in there and what should have mm. you know that is an easy question well, i will tell you who is the judge of that well god god yes god God's is the right nathaniel boom yeah. god is the judge of that but my point is this but people is break that, the law is that those those books still exist like those books that they i feel exist, yes. there's one or two that that should be in there and, and a lot of people would argue the same thing and if that's the case, then you can read them. It's, they're, they're everywhere. But the thing was, is during the Reformation, there were some key players that wanted to have the, the book of James removed. There were a number of people that wanted the book of James taken out. Yeah. That's horrible. Sure that's, it is. That's clearly But it wasn't script. taken out because God didn't want it to be. Well, I believe that he was I'm not in arguing. control of, of this at all times. Yeah, but I'm not arguing that. Oh, I'm saying, no, yeah, no, definitely no. God oh. would, would keep that from happening. I, I got something to drop here. Well, right. let's hear this. Okay. If God was in control of this, wasn't it decided by just a group of people what the Bible was? In it was well, a group of people, but, every, but everything we do... It's God that both wills and gives us the power to do what we do. So wouldn't that account for anybody else that tries to change the Bible? Um, no, because In I don't think that the canon of scriptures, like whatever this guy did, like say um, Thomas Jefferson, what he did to it, it didn't make its way through the ages because God would not allow it to be like put on shelves like that. God would uh, not okay. allow his word to be altered in any way. Right. I think that God has preserved it the way that he wants it preserved. Well, and if you read those words that you even said, is that anybody who adds or removes from this, so he is saying that it is possible that people have added or removed from things. So, but I'm just saying that the Bible that we have now that is that is all i totally agree that is that is all scripture that is that should all be there um no question about it but i'm just saying that there was a point where people were attacking even that and saying that these books that were so obviously scripture should have stayed there and people were trying to remove not just one or two of them but but several of them because it didn't square with their own theology and i think that's that's terrible you know. Well, that's the same thing that we're seeing there where we see that Bible that's got 
a bunch of like portions just like literally cut out with scissors thomas jefferson's bible that is yeah i mean that's just obviously wrong it's just (laughs) obvious i mean nobody's gonna argue unless you want to take the other do you want to take thomas jefferson's side okay she sees her husband with this pair of scissors and be like what in the world are you doing well no no but nathaniel's gonna take thomas jefferson's side on this (laughs) okay (laughs) okay you know what i will okay me and Thomas here. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So his wife comes in the room and she's right. like, what are you doing? Why would you be like just cutting out pieces? Okay. Well, how do you know uh, she wasn't agreeing? Well, forget that. No, okay. just no, right. say anybody. Okay. Then one of his friends said, what are you doing? Okay. What, what's your mindset behind this? Why would you do that? Uh, I'm just I'm keeping the good parts. Keeping so the- you're, <laughs> so you, <laughs> Yeah. Oh. So even the little fun bits. I'm, I'm thinking so clearly we should not have not have done this. <laughs> okay. Well, no, sorry, sorry. I'm saying he is organizing it to understand it better. By removing all He's not removing, he's just reallocating. Well, no. Reallocating is different than removing. He cut these things out apparently. Yeah, but he just put them somewhere else. Right, in the, the text is still there. Yeah, yeah well, do we know that? How do we know he didn't just like tape him to his wall or something and say instead of highlighting, he just removed the bits and said, "Okay, I want <laughs> to remember this." Old-fashioned highlighting, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right? You know, <laughs> I'm going to get you to highlight the scripture. Just pull out your scissors. He's and just start cutting out the parts it. he needs to remember for his notes. So your <laughs> your defense on this is that he was like taping these scriptures to his fridge. <laughs> Probably. You know, he's like, he's putting honestly, yeah. Nathaniel, you know what this reminds me of? This reminds <laughs> me of watching on watching the TV and seeing seeing a courtroom like a trial happening and seeing someone who's so obviously guilty but their lawyer has to stand up and say your honor he's totally innocent and then he gives this big long bogus reason for it and then he just goes home and knows the guy is going to get life thomas well what do we know thomas did with this stuff right we know he cut him out do we know why he did scrapping scrap right scrapbooking there you go he's keep like people oh. posting their favorite scriptures right i can see people getting out of scrapbooking <laughs> <laughs> well i, I mean come on it wasn't that easy to to just like print out you know what you wanted right if he oh, found it in his bible he's like this is good I no photoshopping yeah no photoshopping what, what go buy another bible so he can have one intact no he just well, gonna cut it out and say this is good i want to keep this well the thing is too i mean i don't know what he tried to remove what he was doing so I, I want to read read up on i, I want to read bit. about it too because like i literally found this about 10 minutes before the podcast started i was, was also like, just told to defend him here so i i don't know so you actually then you're telling us you haven't actually seen these things on his fridge as an apparent lawyer figure, I have to close my mouth and say, I'm, I won't answer that. But you can neither. Um, can a lawyer do that? Just say, I, I don't want to answer that. I don't think lawyers have to answer any questions, do they? Dad's still looking at the picture. I'm still reading this. It's, it's fascinating. Sorry, guys. Yeah. Do you guys want, speaking of fragments of scripture, Yeah. you guys want to hear a cool fact? Yes. Sure. They found some new scrolls. I, I don't know if you guys know. read up on this. Isn't that cool? Oh. It's awesome. Yeah. Now I know Open, what's coming up on the podcast next week. Some Jewish caves. Dad's going to want these new scrolls put into the Bible. That's right. <laughs> oh, these right. were scraps from Zechariah. 
really and Nahum 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 yep I just read about Zechariah like five minutes ago in the book of Ezra chapter five or six. Ezra chapter five, I believe. Yes. But but doesn't... Haggai, the prophet, and Zechariah was reading Ezra five. Yeah, but isn't that so interesting that they keep finding these these fragments uh, of scrolls and they they think they're going to find a lot more in, in those new caves. Oh, likely, yeah. Yeah. But they're they're sifting through, and they're, all these fragments are existing scripture, and it all it does it's impressive is that it's carried through so accurate in some places. It's completely. And one time I, I heard somebody speak on this, and he referred to it as an embarrassment of riches, which I thought was a really interesting way to put it because he said, when you compare the the scriptures to all other literature ever written, there is so much more. Um, scripture out there like from from the Bible from Bible texts to support the Bible text than anything else like exponentially more and it just seems like every year more is found and it's just supporting what was already there and it's just so interesting to me it's just so obvious that Mm -hmm. you know that this is all legitimate that's that's pretty cool actually yeah yeah so, so first yeah, okay, AD? I had a thought in my head and all of a sudden I was like, you know, when you forget what you were going to say and you're like just kind of stumped, but now I got it. I was thinking about what I find really fascinating is why nobody has the Ark of the Covenant. Like, where is this thing? It so obviously um, existed and yet, and it would be a priceless thing for anybody to have. But where is it? And that's another thing that I think God has hidden it. Just like the Garden of Eden, it's hidden from us. Do we have any proof that the Ark of the Covenant wasn't just an elaborate metaphor that we just didn't really get? That is probably one of the most interesting questions I've ever heard (laughs) you ask. That is that is really interesting. Um, no, it is It is actually a real thing. Okay. Um, yeah, so if you read through Scripture, there's all kinds of accounts. One of them is, uh, remember with David, um, they stumbled because they, they put the Ark of the Covenant onto a cart, onto an ox cart, and they were, they were driving it along, and it hit a hole or something, and it tipped, and somebody put his hands against it to keep the Ark from falling off. And he fell dead immediately. Ooh, and yeah, nice. and so David was really angry. And then afterwards, they kind of went, oh, wait a minute. We weren't supposed to be putting it on this cart. We were supposed to be, it, it had poles and hooks on it that it was supposed to be carried, not not pulled along oh. on an ox cart, right? And so, um, yeah, so there's all kinds of references like that that really point to it being something that was actual because the, the Ten Commandments, um, were inside. Yeah, they were placed inside it. Yeah, a, a jar of manna, um, of the yeah. manna, the rod that budded, uh, Aaron's rod that budded is in there. Mm, okay. Um, yeah, so that was actually, it was an actually, you know, actually a real thing. And do you know what it represents? What it symbolizes? Because most things in the Old Testament, they did exist, but they symbolize something that is in the new covenant or they symbolize something mm-hmm. within our faith. So this one, do you know what it symbolizes, Michael? Um, go for it. Symbolizes the presence of God. So you notice when the Israelites, whenever they had the Ark of the Covenant, that they would always win wars, that they were stronger 
with the Ark of the Covenant. But any time that Ark was taken away from them, they would become weak. And so it symbolizes the presence of God that is with the people. I remember the time, um, I remember the time, I remember the scripture that talked about when the Philistines stole the Ark of the Covenant. Yes, and they, that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, and they brought mm. it to their the temple of Dagon, um, their their own little G God, you know, they had a temple and they put it inside there because they didn't know what else to do with it. And they came, they came into the temple, I think it was like the next day, and the statue of Dagon was on the floor bowing down and with the hands broken off and everything. It was mm-hmm. yeah, really, really cool, really cool story. That is really cool. Huh. And then they just gave it back, I think. I think they left it for the Israelites. They just said, we don't want this here. This is, yeah. Th- Are this we is supposed just... to find it? No, otherwise I, I think I'm... we would have found it. I, I don't, yeah. I don't, Is there anything saying like, so. hey, don't look for it? Well, you oh, got to look. Nothing like that. You got to no. look at and, and see like the at the time, what happened was it was um, 70 AD is when the Romans, um, well, they call it raised the city. It means they, they just demolished the entire city of Jerusalem. Right. Yeah. And so the, the, um, the temple that was there was taken apart you know, stone by stone, there wasn't a single stone left on top of another one. And so I don't know what the Israelites at the time would have done with it because it was there up until 70, the year Mm. 70 AD, right? So if the city is surrounded by the Romans and they didn't get the Ark of the Covenant out yet, then it would be buried somewhere in Jerusalem and just waiting for people to find it. But if they were able to sneak it out, who knows where it would be. Yeah, they might have hid it at the time. And then, yeah. you know, when you have something in the house, have you ever hidden something? And then you forget, like you put it in a really important place. You know you did, like your passport. Like, I'm going to put this, and then you forget where you put it, where that important place was. Yeah, but this what? is the Ark of the Covenant. Yeah, but wouldn't it be cool, Nathaniel, if instead of maybe next week we have the conversation, you say, oh, yeah, you remember those scrolls? Well, what happens if they go into one of these caves and they find the Ark of the Covenant? Just I mean, that that would be the find of history right there. It, there nothing would, would top that as being an archaeological find. Do you think they'd open it? I think they'd be no. afraid to open it to be quite. <laughs> not I'd, after, I'd be afraid not after to that touch. movie came out. <laughs> yeah, true. No, yeah. I, I mean, what was that called? Oh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah. Oh, yeah. brother. Yeah. I remember at that time when Raiders of the Lost Ark came out. It was like, okay, this is the the movie for youth groups to go see. It was like, it's got what? the word Ark in it. You know, it was a fun movie. Oh, you're for. right. I never even made that connection. Seriously, no, you never. I realized never even it. thought about that. Wow, oh, seriously. Raiders of the Lost, of course that's what it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. When's the last uh, time you saw it, though? You were probably really young when you watched that. Uh, I saw LaSalle. Ah, no, That's okay. not that long ago. Like no, we saw ago. it with everybody in the basement. <laughs> Remember when Maddie and Matt, they, they sat through all of them. Yeah. I remember that. Or yeah. something oh, like that. Okay. It was so nuts. Yeah. we've only known Matthew like four years or something. So uh, Yeah, it hasn't been that long. Yeah. Okay. Been like quite recent then. But like wouldn't that be cool? <laughs> oh, sorry? Has it been like six or seven years? Because uh, we knew him at the place no, before They had house. been married three and a half years. And but they were together so, pretty early. Yeah, about a year before 
I get think they got married about a year after they met. So Maybe. about four and a half huh. years. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, so yeah, so that would be the find. That would, if if there was something I I wish that they would find, that would be. It would be amazing be because cool. even because if you open it up, then the Ten Commandments would be in there. I don't think they would have ever taken that. And Aaron's Moses's rod would be in there. I'm sure they would open it. That what was, if? No. What if? What the Aaron's rod? Aaron's rod. Sorry. Yep. What if the commandments were in there? Yep. But just surprisingly, they counted them up and there was 11. What are you, Mel Brooks? <laughs> <laughs> what if there's 11 commandments? Just, what just was Mel Brooks? Short. Oh, it was the 15 commandments. And Moses said, I was come it? to give you oh, the where he drops. Yeah. And then he drops one and he goes, the, t- the 10, the 10 commandments. <laughs> right, yeah. That was, that was a good Was bit. there always 10? I feel like we've had this talk. Wasn't there more? No. I thought yes. there was. Yes, there were ten commandments. Ten commandments, yeah. Written, but there were a lot of. Um, there were a lot other, of laws. There were a lot of laws. Yeah, but there oh, were only ten, okay. like of the commandments that were on stone. Yeah, but there were a lot of Levitical laws that were given to them also in the covenant. Right. So commandments yeah. were pretty much just universal law. Yeah, things like things that drew parallels to people's faith, like not mixing two. Uh, two um, two fabrics together. Things, all yeah. kinds of things. Um, I'm you know, struggling taking, to. There were things like how to handle your slaves, like how they had treated them um, when they were to set them free and when they weren't, and how to um, to give the first fruits to God. There was laws gleaning of, the fields. Yeah, there was laws yeah. on gleaning, laws on the Sabbath. Um, which Sabbath days to take. There was like the weekly Sabbath. There would also be a high, the high Sabbath, Sabbath that yeah. they had. There, there were was a commandment all, on a, how to treat that? slaves? There was a commandment on how to treat slaves? Is that the only one that you heard? <laughs> that that <laughs> one just kind of shocked me hearing that. Okay. <laughs> yes, there was. But but if let me explain one thing. Okay. So the way that we know... I'm not defending slavery, okay, first of all. Right, right. Well, that's, I'm going to say that on the podcast. Get that out of the way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but when you look at the, the Bible and the way that a lot of the slaves were, here is one example of why slavery might be good for something, someone. Sometimes people would actually sell themselves into slavery because in doing so, it would mean that they had a place to live because they didn't have things to fall back on like we have now where we have um, uh, unemployment insurance or we have welfare, we have places that will take care of us. But in those days, they had nothing. So if you had nothing at all, you could sell yourself into slavery and you could then be living in a good home. You could be having food. And and so they were to treat their slaves properly. They were to treat them well. Yeah, it was a completely different... Uh, Is it called slavery? Yes. Uh, in well, in scripture, bond I like, servant in some bond. Well, bond servants are different. See, the apostles, when in, in the writing of the New Testament, a lot of people referred to themselves as a bond servant of God, meaning a, a, a lifelong slave of mm. God, and so people could give themselves to to somebody and and become a lifelong slave of them i think it was something like they had to take an awl and 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 put a hole in their ear or something it was like some kind of a a process to do that now i haven't read up on this it never really interested me that 
that much, to mm. be honest with you. The right. whole idea of of people having slaves and things, but um, but that's what the apostles considered themselves were slaves of God for their entire lives, and yeah, so that that kind of all kind of fits together with that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking for it because I have written on it um, a couple of times, and I'm. I'm trying to remember what it was that I wrote on it because I don't like to be um, unprepared for such a topic. But there were three types of enslavement in ancient Egypt. Um, you can look up slavery in ancient Egypt in Wikipedia to find out more about it. But I have written a little bit about it on my blog, and here's what it says One is there were captives of war, those who sold themselves. So one is captives of war. Second one, those who sold themselves into slavery. Sometimes it was by choice and other times it was because they were in debt. So that's what I was talking about when I told you that sometime it would actually benefit them instead of going to debtor's prison or living um, out on the streets, they would sell themselves into slavery so that they would have a place to live. But also sometimes we read about forced labor and that was what we saw in Egypt where Moses was trying to free the people from slavery in Egypt. That was a forced labor uh, where people were required to perform labor as a duty. Um, No, this was, they were, well, they were forced into labor, but there was also those who were required to perform labor as a duty to the state. Um, Yeah. So those are the three Hmm. things. So it says chapter one, verse 11. Not sure what what book this is from. It says, so they put slave masters, Exodus chapter one, verse 11. So they put slave masters over them to oppress them with forced labor. And they built Pithom and Ramses as store cities for Pharaoh. So that's the little bit I have on it. Okay. Is jury duty slavery? Yes. (laughs) Yes. yes. <laughs> <laughs> so if, if it falls under, it sure feels That's like so it. Funny. Required to perform labor as a duty to the state. Sounds huh. like slavery to me. He's guilty, Your Honor. Oh. <laughs> have you ever no. done jury duty? No, I never have. I never wow. have. Um, I was always, always nervous about it, though, because when when I was um, working at the at well, at the company up until last mm-hmm. year, yeah, um, there I was. It was a job where I could not get away even for part of a day. And so I would have people say, well, why don't we go out for lunch? I'll take you out. And I would have to say, no, no, no. I've just got so many things lined up, you know, that I just can't do that. And I was I was a little nervous about jury duty because a lot of people that I know have had it, have gone through that. And um, I just wouldn't have the time to take weeks off for a, for a major uh, a major trial. Mm-hmm. And so I wouldn't I wouldn't know what I would do if that was the case if, if I ever got called up for that. I, can you say no? No, you can't. Um, but that's why I jokingly said he's guilty. Right. Because, yeah, you'd get off. I think if if you just said, "Well, no, I, I really do think this guy." But is, that would be a lie. Is totally guilty. <laughs> so then they a just well won't place uh, lie. No. Yeah. So I got a note about three years ago. They were calling me in for judi- jury duty. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. And so you're allowed to write a reason why you can't. Yes. 
do jury duty. Yeah. So I did write and say that, you know, I, I have difficulty sometimes understanding like verbalized or like, you know, like processing or something. I don't know mm-hmm. what I said. Yeah. But but I just gave like a realistic reason why I thought if they accepted or rejected, that's up to them. And then it, the thing was canceled. I got another letter and said, huh. oh, we're canceling this at the time, but you might be called back at a later date. But all, I've always wanted to be on a jury. I thought that would be, you know, a real learning curve to be in on a jury. But then when it actually came time for them to call me, it was winter. And I thought, oh, I do not want to. Like, I'm living just out of town, having to go into town, downtown and park all the time, like, for this would just be really intimidating for me to do that. I, but, you know, somebody's got to do it, so. I wonder yeah. if my sleep schedule is a good excuse. Oh, I think, well, it, but if you're on, if you're doing jury duty, you wouldn't be going to work. Yeah, so. But just say I would excuse. be tired the entire time. <laughs> They'd say get some sleep. We got a, we got a, a trial in the morning. What if I said No. Then I would get called up for jury duty for your trial. Probably good. You know, good. <laughs> yeah, I he's guilty, Your Honor. What if I ghost them? A lot of people look at jury duty as you know that we shouldn't be making excuses because oh. it's an opportunity to serve. No, and that's true. And yeah. and that I think we need yeah, to look at aside, it. Yeah, joking aside, for sure. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean it's it's absolutely legitimate. I mean it's it's they a function need of the courts. They someone to do and, that, and yeah. and if we yeah, are able to help, then by all means we should be helping. So I'd I'd rather serve in other ways, you know. I think a lot of people would. To to be quite honest, um, I would not want to have to sit through something that's gory, like a murder trial or something right. like that. Or I just couldn't do that. You like, know, I don't think and it'd I would. Be fun. I, What's that? It wouldn't be fun. Maybe it's slightly interesting, but it would just be kind of sad. It would like, be okay. Let's really decide this sad. guy's rest of this guy's life. I guess. I went to two. Yeah. Actually, I've been in two um, pretty serious court cases. One, they took our class there when I was in junior high. We got to go and and sit and watch one, which was really interesting. Everybody like that was very interesting school outing. <laughs> And um, then another one, one of my cousins had been arrested for something pretty serious in the 70s. And um, I don't know how, but my sister got us to come with her and we went to watch one of the cases. And or one of the uh, days we got to go and sit in the audience. And that was was very interesting, actually, to wow. see like your own family member, you know, and he landed up going to prison for hmm. life. Yeah, for life. He was guilty. And I remember when I was sitting there listening to the evidence, I thought, ooh, he's very guilty. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. It, it sounded really bad. Like yeah. they, they had the slam dunk case against him. Yeah. And yeah. What time is it there, Nathaniel? 51. 51. Wait, I, actually, no, no I, I was kind of hinting at you to say... <laughs> to get the Bible verse of the day out. <laughs> I'm getting it. I just needed to buy some time there. Yeah, get our verse out. All right. Proverbs, man. Taking it all the way back wow. to Proverbs. All the way back. <laughs> we're going there. Yeah. Going back to Proverbs. Oh, we were at all Proverbs right. last week, Proverbs... too. Were we? Yeah. Proverbs yeah. 31, 25 last week. 
How did Whoa. you remember She laughs that? without fear of the future. No fear of that future. None. None whatsoever. <laughs> okay. She had Actually, absolutely... that's incorrect. If Nathaniel wrote the Bible, I would be like, she had absolutely no fear. None whatsoever of the future. None, nil, nothing. <laughs> the Nathaniel Wait, version. No, last, last week was... Last week was Peter, wasn't it? I don't know. What do you mean you don't? You sounded so sure of yourself. I was so sure, but now I that was it impressed. Says that. Yeah, be your hearts revere Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give reason for the hope that you have, but do this with gentleness. Did you and memorize respect. that? <laughs> <Yeah>. Absolutely. <laughs> no, I got I got all of yeah. them back all here. All in the back of your mind. All, all in the back of my text. All right. right on. So. Pro, pro, what is it in Proverbs okay. 3 5 6 you guys can work that out <laughs> uh, <laughs> that is great <laughs> so chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 5 that's okay no, 5 that 2 right. 6 yeah. 5 and 6 5 2 6 five. we gotta work this out hold on a minute five oh so you don't want to miss like 5 and a half if it was 5 and 6 it would have a plus 5 nine. going on 6 <laughs> I think if it says, if it's a dash, it means five, two, six. Okay. No, that's an arrow. <laughs> All right. Trust in the Lord. What? Why is Lord all caps? Ah, because you're in the Old Testament. I always see, I always see that. In, oh, in really? Yeah, you're in the Old Testament. That's why. Wow. Yeah, I just learned something. All right. I'll, huh. huh. We both did. Cool. <laughs> all right. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. And do not lean on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him, and he will make straight your paths. Mm. Eastern Standard Version. Eastern Standard. <laughs> Eastern. I, this is like having you a podcast. You know what my favorite one is? This with <laughs> Ricky Gervais. <laughs> the Central Standard Version. Yes. Or Pacific. Right. Pacific Eastern. Standard Version. <laughs> Okay, sorry. Okay, so the thing that's interesting, well, one of the things that's interesting about that or those verses is um, I like the the whole thing about the paths being straight so that that that's kind of a, that's an illustration of how we're supposed to walk is just walk straight ahead and not be pulled into the world. And that's symbolized by you're not turning to the left or turning to the right and going off the path. You're continuing to walk straight ahead because going off the path means you could get caught up in things and, and, and never get back onto the path to finish your journey. I wonder if that's the same as being single-minded as opposed to double-minded. Absolutely. Double-minded when- is terrible. That yeah. Is, that, is, that means you're off the path it's and you're kind of wandering. Is double-minded like being two-faced? Yes. It means you are, you're pr- double-minded is exactly um, when it says you should not take the Lord's name in vain. That's what it means is that you are living the life of a, non, uh, of a non-believer, but yet you're professing Christ. And that is, that's the worst thing you can be. Okay, well, this brings me back to a really exciting portion of scripture that I had read just about a month or two ago. But it's not Proverbs. Jesus was walking, Jesus is walking along, okay? Okay. Yeah. And he sees a fig tree. Well, let, let me get, let me get the portion of scripture. Let me, let me pull it up here. Jump in here anytime. I got a question while you're doing this. Yeah, I got a question. Okay. The word professing. Yeah. Explain. Professing? Um, 
somebody who's just saying oh in the in in the context of what i was saying like yeah, you were, like you've said that a few times, like professing love for someone or... Okay, yeah. yeah. So a, a professing believer is somebody who will who will say to somebody that they are a believer, they're a follower of Christ, they are a Christian, however you want to phrase that, right? Okay. But the thing that a lot of people don't understand about that is that all through the Bible, it is spoken of very, very strongly not to do that. Do not say that you're a Christian unless you are living as a Christian, as until you really know what that what that is. And so um, there's a lot of people who don't know that. And so a lot of people will um, will be living in like very very worldly lives and yet professing to be a Christian. And oh, okay. that's what the Bible is saying over and over. Do not do that. That is, yeah, that's being double-minded. Yeah. And James says that makes you unstable in all your ways. So sometimes you could be changeable. Like one day you could be this super nice person. The next day you could be you could something else. You could easily be swayed by winds of hmm. doctrine, I think, too. That's another thing altogether <laughs> is that people could say things to you that sound like scripture, but you won't know because you're not you're not reading the Bible yourself, so you don't recognize those things that, that they don't make Ooh, sense. So easily you know. deceived. Yeah. I wanted to read this actually, um, oh. if I can for a second. Sure. It's from Mark 11, verses 12 to 25. There's that two again, a little dash. Ugh. It's um, about Jesus cursing the fig tree. Now, when I was younger, I didn't understand what this meant, and I had always found it as kind of harsh, okay? It says, the next day as they were leaving Bethany, Jesus was hungry. Seeing in the distance a fig tree in leaf, he went to find out if it had any fruit. When he reached it, he found nothing but leaves because it was not the season for figs. Then he said to the tree, may no one ever eat fruit from you again. And the disciples heard him say it. So he cursed the fig tree. And I always thought, well, that seems really harsh just because he was hungry, he cursed the fig tree. But actually the reason is because it says seeing in the distance a fig tree and leaf. So what it's telling us is that it represents um, seeing a person who from a distance looks like they are a Christian. Yeah. And that's what it is. He saw that from a distance there was leaves on the tree and he was hungry and he thought, oh, great, I'm going to go and get some fruit off that tree. Yeah. So the reason he cursed it was because it represented the tree posing itself as something that it actually wasn't. There was no fruit on that tree. And the fruit is is uh, means good works, means that you're living according to the word of God. That, that's Amen, what that, yeah. yeah. So it's a parallel to the Christian life. Yeah. Those people who from a distance look like they are Christians, but as you get closer and examine their life a little closer, you see that there is no fruit in that person at all. And that's what the fig tree was. And that's why it was... So important that Jesus cursed it that day. I think people would be shocked if they read through the New Testament and wrote down every instance that was symbolic or just straight out there that said if you know that if you are professing to be a believer but you're you're acting anything but a believer just read like the judgment on 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 those people is severe. Yeah, I think he said that about Judas. Is that it in Mark? 1460 I see uh, there's a number of it would places. have been better for that man if he had not been born 
Yeah, there. Yeah, that's one one reference. But I was just thinking in, in general terms. Yeah. And especially when you get into the Book of Revelation and you realize that most of the Book of Revelation is exactly that is talking about a church that is um, that is straying away from God and and is walking farther and farther away from God until it's almost not even a recognizable church anymore. So yeah, so it's it's very interesting. Yeah, it is for sure. Wow. Hmm. I got really excited about that verse. That was that was a good one. Well delivered there. Thank good you. one, Nathaniel. Thank you. I choose them well. I choose them well. <laughs> yeah. Now, I have a little question for you. <gasps> Me? Off topic. Okay. What's your favorite kind of birthday cake? Ice I just cream. Since we are celebrating my birthday tomorrow, I'm kind of curious to know. I'm an ice cream cake guy. You are. You'll be yeah. disappointed. You'll be very oh, disappointed then. Wait. What? Not always. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like birthday cake, I'll be honest. I don't, I know don't if, like birthday uh, cake. I think birthday cake kind of tastes gross. It's too sweet. Do you know that Nobody up really until like it. just maybe five years ago, I well, maybe three years ago, I had a piece of birthday cake. I've never eaten my birthday cake when I have a cake. And on my 40th, no, that's true. was it yeah. my... 30th birthday when you gave me a beautiful birthday celebration I never even saw the cake I heard hmm. it was so gorgeous are Such you kidding cake. that American Idol cake that you gave me <laughs> that was the weirdest birthday but we did it um, we, yeah, it we, was just so overwhelming. There were so many people there, and we, we inv- and there was I don't well, remember seeing a cake. And then after I saw what, pictures of what it, what year was that? Um, that was just a couple of years ago. I was thirty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just just thinking. Couple okay, so ago. Nathaniel, it's well before you. So no, actually, is it? Isn't it just when after Nathaniel was when born, you were thirty? I must have been forty then, so it's fifteen years ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, I was going to say that well, makes more sense. Well, you wouldn't years ago. You wouldn't right. have. You wouldn't have remembered it, would you? Me? Yeah. The American Idol birthday? Yeah. Of course I did. You remember really? it? Was that the? Uh, Jingle and Beef Day. <gasps> did you sing that? No, Nath- Graham did. Graham did. I remember Brendan. I think did one too, didn't he? Yeah. Brendan. Yeah, we won. all did. Brendan. I won vividly the remember it. Auntie Betty's, Auntie Bonnie's house. Yeah. Do you remember? Oh wow. Okay. Do you remember yeah. my dad singing that creepy song? Okay. Well, hang on. So no, let me paint actually. the picture here quickly. So what we did was we invited everybody we knew down to my sister-in-law's place. We had a huge slab cake that had. Um, it wasn't American Idol. What did we Canadian put? Canadian Idol. Was it? No. It Winnipeg was, we did Idol. do Canadian Idol, wasn't it? Wasn't it Winnipeg Idol? I think it was Winnipeg Idol or something like that. It was that. something but, like a dumb, I mean, clever. Yeah, idea. dumb. <laughs> <laughs> but we had a stage set up. We had everybody went up and performed something. And then we had a panel a of, balcony. of three nasty, well, one nasty judge, one one that said nice things to everybody, and one called everybody dog. And, and then the pretty judge. <laughs> yeah, it was Jenny. really, really funny. Oh, yeah. okay. American, I got you. Yeah. And so yeah. we uh, we did the whole night that way. There was prizes given away. And, and yeah, it was it was a lot of fun, actually. Yeah. And a lot of people that you wouldn't expect to sing, like my mom and your everybody grandma and grandpa. Everybody was part of it. Yeah. Went up and everybody did a karaoke song because they all wanted to win this prize. But so. we're not doing that tomorrow. Just letting you know. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing those, going on Those days tomorrow. are, yeah. But the, yeah, it was an amazing party. Oh, It was a lot of fun. I was overwhelmed. I got a picture of me at the door crying. Oh, uh, 
Man, I want yeah. to do karaoke again. Yeah, do you want to do that for your birthday? No. We'll have a big American Idol birthday for you. I want to go to like a karaoke... Well, I guess they're called a karaoke bar. Where <gasps> No, actually I no. I want to go do karaoke too. Are I you going to go, go like with your friends or with room your mom? Where you go I like want to go to a room. F- yeah, there's those buildings. that <laughs> Christian karaoke. Well, there's those buildings that you can go to like a little room that's just like a small table, two couches, and your friends can sit in. And it has a TV in there with a six speaker setup. And they got a bunch of those. Really? And you can just sing karaoke. What? Oh, I've never yeah. heard of that. I love karaoke. I've only ever seen one of those in Japan, so maybe that's just not a... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the flight out there would kill you. Yeah, yeah maybe, a little expensive. Maybe. It'd be very, very pricey. Yeah. Would you Would you sing? <laughs> Absolutely. Why, why else would I go? What song would you choose? Whatever they got. Come on. They got a lot. You got to pick one out of the book. What would you be looking for? Uh... Uh... I would sing Dixie Chicks. <laughs> Dixie, ooh. probably landslide. I'm really, well, that's actually Fleetwood Mac. Actually, it's just the well, chicks now. I, I'd sing the Dixie Chicks version. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just the chicks now. That's true. Yeah. 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 And what would you sing, Michael? I wouldn't. No, that's Wind true. No, Mary. No, I would. You would not, not sing. No. You've never. Go lassie, go. Sung. Go lassie, go. Wait. And if no, you go I wouldn't. Lassie, no. yeah. I couldn't do the Irish would sing. accent that way. That's, That's pretty, pretty good. good. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway. So anyway, I think we have to close off the podcast now. So I'm getting I'm getting the notification over here, the lasso finger telling it's me to wind it up. It's been going for ten minutes already. So it has, but I've had a lot of things to say, <laughs> which is probably going to cut out. Yeah. So don't forget to visit our new website myp31home.com yes and don't forget to subscribe and you'll be entered into our monthly draw for a 75 dollars amazon gift certificate and a apron from sugar baby apron yes yes so thank you to sugar baby for that Mm -hmm. and also go to our website timewarpwife.com and as you're reading our website you can just sit back chill out and listen to nathaniel shacked music you can find that online <gasps> almost Woo! everywhere everywhere almost everywhere. everywhere almost almost everywhere everywhere yeah virtually everywhere Vir- virtually everywhere i like that <laughs> yeah. yes <laughs> we'll talk to you next week bye-bye bye for now <laughs>